Rogers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? I drifted out of sleep as two large hands wrapped themselves around my body, drawing me into a chest. I didn't get a chance to see who had lifted me up, but by the size of the warm hands holding me, it had to be Daddy. He didn't say anything as I nuzzled into his chest, my eyelids heavy from sleep. We left the room, my bare feet now cold in the night air as we continued to walk. Mommy had given me something to help me sleep, and so I had no energy to lift my head and see where we were going. Instead, I embraced his warmth and let darkness em embrace me once again. Little did I know that these were not the arms of my father, and that darkness would be the last piece I ever knew. Welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Nalzi Lee. And I am Danny. And this week, we are discussing the case of Madeline McCann who went missing and has been missing for 13 years and 10 months. She was born on the 12th of May, 2003, and she disappeared on the 3rd of May, 2007, in Portugal. She was three <laughs> years old um, when, when she went missing. And this case, this is a... So it's not a it's not a happy case. No, as you can hear, I'm very modest. In this I'm case sorry, I, I very much gone. traumatized Nolene with this case. <laughs> um, but let's get into it, and we're first going to look at the day of the abduction. And while it starts off with Madeline has been left in a room, um, they were on holiday in Portugal mm. with a whole bunch of family friends, yeah. and there was a whole bunch of other adults and other kids, and every day the parents would put Madeline and her two twin siblings to sleep and then the parents would go out and enjoy dinner. And they always they went to the same restaurant every night because it was a two-minute walk away and then every 15 minutes, one of the parents would stand up and go check on their children. Now, number one, why would you leave your child alone in a hotel room? And these are not like, these are babies. These babies. are babies like that three she's old her siblings were like one, two, like, could you, and they didn't lock the door. That is very Are smart. you asking for trouble? And then they gave the kids sleeping, sleeping tablets. tablets. So, I mean, like the one, the one couple I know had a baby monitor in their room. So they yeah. could hear if anything happened. But I mean, I would never mm. leave. I mean, my parents wouldn't let me go out anywhere by myself until yeah. I was a whole 18 years old. Yeah. Never mind a three-year-old being left in a room. Anyway, the story goes is that the first check happened at nine o'clock and I think the dad goes and he sees, oh, everything's normal. The door's a little bit open. That's fine. The kids are there asleep. No one's crying. Okay. The next check happens and the mom doesn't go. Instead, a family friend goes, oh, I'm also going to go check I'll check on your kids as well. Mm. He also sees perfectly fine. And then the mom goes to check on the kids. And she sees that the door is a little bit too open, yeah. if that makes sense. Anyway, she reaches, um, or a gust of wind blows and closes the door. And anyway, she goes to open it again. And she sees the twin siblings in their cot. And Madeline is gone. Yeah. Okay, she starts searching, maybe she went to the bathroom and she can't find her anywhere. Now, I don't know. I mean, I'm too young to have children, but 
could you imagine the panic? Yeah, like could my heart is already racing. Like, just that moment. I get stressed when I can't find where my dog is. Yeah. Okay. Never mind my child. And she can't find Madeline. So she runs back to the restaurant and they all start searching. They get the, the police, they get the hotel staff, everyone. And they're searching, searching, searching. But they cannot find Madeline anywhere now can you imagine you're searching in the middle of the night and your child is missing you're in a foreign country you mm. don't even speak portuguese yeah guys i would absolutely i would freak and at that point in time the child cannot cry because they they've have had been sleeping, sleeping tablets, tablets they and drugged basically like you like helped this guy take your kid because anyway so they 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 search and search and at 4 a.m they release their first press statement to the world asking, begging for Madeline's safe return. Words cannot describe the anguish and despair that we are feeling as the parents of our beautiful daughter Madeline. Please, if you have Madeline, let her come home to her mummy, daddy, brother and sister. Anyway, after they release the press statement, they all get called in by the police. Obviously, you now got to give statements. And yeah. the nine, it was nine groups, of, they were nine adults, all basically give the same story. And now yeah. what's very interesting is one of the adults, her name was Jan Tanner, says that around 9.15, she saw something a little peculiar. She saw a guy in this heavy coat carrying a kid in the, like away from the apartments. Now, she was like, okay, you know, it could just be a father taking his daughter home. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like that. But she said what was weird is that he was dressed like in this huge overcoat. I mean, they're on a summer holiday. Yeah. You're not going to be wearing these overcoats and stuff. And the child was barefoot. And she just said something about his manner was very off-putting. At that point, do you not go, can somebody please check what that man is doing? Because But I you... suppose if you see something weird, I mean... Would you necessarily just be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, now what happens if it was his kid? No, 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 no. If I've left my kids upstairs. That is true. I would go, can you please just watch that man that he doesn't leave or follow him while I go check that my kids are all upstairs. Exactly. You don't just go, oh, my kids are upstairs and that man looks creepy. But anyway, um, what if... You don't no, do that. You don't do that. Anyway, after that, the, they expanded their search. They called off, um, they put reports out to airports saying okay please look out for madeline and things like that and apparently hundreds of volunteers helped with the search but yeah. nothing was ever found and things kind of then like well people dies down i mean now 48 they always say in a kidnapping you have 48, 48 hours. hours yeah so those were crucial anyway yeah. the 48 hours pass and then about a week later is when the next big event happens in this case. And that is when they kind of hone in their first suspect. And yeah. he was a 34-year-old property developer named Robert Morant. I think that's how you say it. Anyway, he lived 150 feet away from the, the holiday home. Yeah. And the reason why people kind of suspected him was he, he reached out to the police said, I feel awful. I have a daughter around that age. Let me help you. I speak fluent Portuguese and English. I'll translate for you. Yeah. Now, honestly, if I'm a parent, I'll be like, thank you for helping me and yeah. stuff like that. Like, I'd be very grateful, especially yeah. if you're, not, you're desperate to find your kid. 
But then they found out how much he'd been poking around the asking questions to the reporters and everyone. And they're like, mm, mm, this is weird. You're a bit fishy. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, they then questioned him and they searched his home, which was very, again, like I said, very close to the apartment. And the, the, the man that Jan Tanner described, he looked quite similar yeah. to this Robert guy. Anyway, they were relentless. Um, the media was like, oh, it could be this guy, whatever, whatever. But after that, things kind of went dead quiet. And no one was, everyone was like, okay, well, whatever. what's what's happening? And there was yeah. no announcements. And there was literally nothing happened. It yeah. just died down. Until three months later. Now, this is where, in my honest opinion, the investigation gets a bit like, what were you thinking? Yeah. Okay. Because first of all, the apartment that they were staying in was never sealed off. So, for example, now they were out. So, they actually then rented out the apartment afterwards. So, people had stayed in that apartment. Okay. But then they bring in cadaver dogs. But people People have stayed there. People had been staying there. Okay. So, surely that's... And it's been three months. Yeah. Now, apparently... I uh, the guy the trainer says no cadaver dogs can't sniff out um, years ago evidence and I was like that doesn't like, make sense is, but okay. is that really reliable especially when let's just take this for example say I was staying there after the case yeah and then I accidentally cut my hand who's to say the dog's not going to pick up that blood yeah instead and it's of not Madeline's. like the dog knows who exactly. it's looking for it's just exactly. sniffing around. So they had two dogs. I actually found out their names. Their names were Eddie and Keela. And here's where it gets a little bit iffy. So they start sniffing around the little apartment. And both dogs lead the the police to the parents' closets. So then they're like, okay. The dogs then lead the police to the rental car the parents were using. (gasps) But... The parents only rented the car 24 days after her disappearance. Okay. Okay. So how would her scent be on the car? Yeah. This is also a rented car. Who knows what's been done in that car? Yeah. Maybe I hired it. I hid a body. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But like, this is when it set the, the investigation. Now, the police actually then called the parents as suspects. Yeah. Saying that, because we spoke about how they'd given sleeping tablets, they messed up Madeline's dosage and she died. So they faked an abduction. But then why would, like, what, uh, my question is, was people like, okay, they faked the abduction and then 24 days later, they just moved her body and buried yeah. her. Okay. With all those people searching, you think no one would have looked in the cupboard? Yeah. No one would have found the body. I think the first place we're looking is the apartment. Unless, like, these are really people you who would don't... Have, I would have like, turned that apartment inside uh, yeah. out. I would have thrown the mattresses out the window. Yeah. I would have done everything. You're not going to check the closets. Or do we say, let's not look at let's not the look apartment. The let's start there. But where is there? You start where the kid was. Okay. And, like... I, I, I'm sorry. If you if my kid went missing and then you you told me that I I I killed my daughter and faked it up, you know what? I would have slapped you <laughs> right in the face. But listen, if I as the parent maybe was in my rental car and I'm holding on to a sweater because like or a it's souvenir tough, or something or you something, have, you have her. something of hers. Could you imagine? The scent would, would be, be left in the car. car. 
And if her stuff was in the closet, her scent would be there. And my thing is, right? Like, she, exactly. She would have come with bags of clothes and yeah. stuff like that. Those bags of clothes would have been in the closet. Yeah. So, of course, her scent was going to be there. Yeah. Plus, it's been three months. It's been three months. Doesn't make sense. And then... Yeah, so I honestly, I don't believe it was the parents. And yeah. I mean, I, I, I was looking into cadaver dogs about how reliable they are. And apparently there was this case where the cadaver dogs were literally standing over the site where the body was buried and didn't pick up anything. So are they reliable? Yeah. I mean, I know we had these the dogs that, at the airport where they yeah. smell out the drugs and all that kind of stuff. But again... It's been three months. The crime scene was not secure. People were coming in and out. Yeah. And it was a rental car. Who knows what came and went through this place. Yeah. Between the time that the cadaver dogs were brought in. Yeah. Like, it's... To me, that I'm like, guys, are we, are we, are we seriously about to blame the parents? I mean, initially, when a kid goes missing, the first people you look at are the people closest to the kids. So I know when I first heard about this case, I was like, was it the parents? And then, um, as you were explaining, I was like, was it that parent that went as the child went missing? Oh, the, uh, <laughs> the other guy. The, friend, the guy, yeah. I was like, maybe it was him. But you start looking at the closest people first. Why only three months later are you questioning the parents? No, I know. Like, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. It that whole that whole time it it really confused me i was like oh okay it's just a little bit it feels a bit sloppy yeah that makes sense it is very sloppy it, it feels it really does feel sloppy like if if it was like if it was me i would have bought the dogs in the day she disappeared yeah because then they could have picked up the scent yeah or someone else and probably scent. just like the trail all the, the way trail. to where exactly. did she go not, not three months later I, I i actually i'm actually my mind is boggled that they bought the dogs in three months later that that for me is already like my we, mind do we trust as evidence where the lady saw a weird man dressed weirdly with a kid that's barefoot and you're thinking my kids upstairs the door's not locked okay let's just leave this man and carry on having dinner no my the first thought that came into mind was like why are we leaving the kids alone yeah firstly that with the door unlocked <laughs> don't do that we do no i don't, don't care leave where the you kids, are period anytime i hear someone leaves their kids at home alone i mean we hear kids starting fires and burning in the house we hear all sorts of things you not cannot even, not, leave kids not by themselves. even that what what happens like my house is double story what happens if i'm playing around next thing i fall down the stairs yeah and then my parents come home i've cracked my head open yeah. no one was there like it's irresponsible. Three year old and two twins. I think the twins at the time were one or two. A one. Who? Why are you leaving a one year old alone? Yeah. Why? So you can go in and enjoy yourself, mm, guys. I'm not. Please, I'm not. I think judging, what they should have done parenting. was just say one of the couples stay with all if the kids. If it was me, go out you take and turns. Keep, yeah. You take turns each night because they went out every yeah. night. Each night they put the kids in the same room. Yeah. One couple stays behind yeah that should be fair that is when you use your brain cells. yeah because we do have them you just have to otherwise them. order in and then eat in the house with all your kids in the room or no, something I'm sorry i'm sorry anyway on september the 9th 2007 four months after madeline's disappearance kate jerry and the twins finally have to go home to england 
without Madeline. Could you imagine? Now you're leaving Portugal, you don't have your daughter, and you have to go home. And she knows she's there. And you know. She just don't know where she is. Anyway, for years, the investigation bounces between the Portuguese and London forces, and there are rumors of sightings, there are searches, there are progressed pictures, there are DNA tests. And for literally a decade, there is not, nothing new yeah. in the story. Until last year. Yeah. A whole 2020 Zodiac thing got decoded. Yeah. 2020 it was, was the year. year. It was the year. <laughs> anyway, in 2020, June 2020, the German police name Christian... I do not know how to say this. I'm so sorry. Breckner. Breckner. Christian Breckner as the suspect in the murder of Madeleine McCann. Now, it's never been officially called a murder. It's always been a missing yeah. case. Okay. Which, if I'm bla being blatantly honest, I actually really, I know it's going to sound really bad. I hope he did kill her. Because otherwise she would have been sold into slave, like uh, as a sex slave. Yeah. Or who knows where she, this child would have, she would have lived 13 years of pure torture. Yeah. Like it was, it's almost more peaceful if she died. Yeah. Anyway, so they named this guy Christian the prime suspect. People are like, okay. Like, elaborate. Give please. us the like, truth. Like, elaborate, okay? And he is actually a previously convicted sex offender. And at current moment, he's actually serving time for the um, sexual assault of a 72-year-old American woman. Now, I just want to quickly, just quickly, because, I mean, 72-year-old compared to a 3-year-old, that's a very big, different yeah. MO. So, the thing is, is there's a difference between... A, a child molester and a pedophile. So a pedophile is like all about the kids and yeah. stuff like that. Whereas a child molester is about he just it's just that thirst for power. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter about the age yeah. of the victim or anything like that. That's why I mean the seventy two year old woman he could exert his power over yeah. her. And the same with same with children. So yeah. it's it's not the same as a pedophile who's just like solely kids, 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 yeah. kids, kids. So because first when I heard that I was like a seventy two year old a three-year-old how does that work yeah anyway so that was just i did some research into that anyway i think the creepiest part about this is that he took a video of the whole thing and not only was he sexually no it, abusing it, her it, it but he was worse. beating it gets her worse. it does it really the story it just it gets worse i mean he was a known sex offender in germany spain and portugal okay and he was actually in the area Okay, at the time that Madeline disappeared, okay, he drove a very distinctive yellow and white van. Apparently, it was known, and his cell phone was actually in the area when, at the time, she disappeared. And right after she disappeared, he fled Portugal in a hurry. So, ready? That's Let like us pause just a, a second. A kid goes missing. The whole community has gotten involved to look for mm. this kid. Um, does no one go, guys, can we look at the list of the sex offenders in the area? So I also thought the same thing. And the only, I researched that and the, 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 what this one woman said, the only reason she could think that that didn't happen it was because he wasn't, his, most of his crimes were committed in Germany. Yeah. So they, she, said, she said that if this disappearance had happened in germany they would have looked at him straight away yeah but he wasn't on portugal police's radar oh okay it was only now that they've connected the dots that they're yeah. like oh maybe. this man okay man. okay <laughs> then um 
and literally uh, talk about hiding in plain sight yellow no. and white Volkswagen <laughs> I mean and he was literally the, the the cell phone puts him at the place of Madeline's disappearance between 9 and 10 and that's the time when when she went missing so that's already like red legs but now let's just talk about this guy in general okay he's, he's been caught and jailed 17 to 18 times okay 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 and he, this is not the only case he is connected to yeah this man when i mean he's every parent's worst nightmare this man is a monster from the depths of hell itself okay he's awful okay let's just look at some of these victims Christian was charged with molesting a six-year-old girl back in 1994 when he was 18 years old, okay? In 2017, on the 10th anniversary of Madeline's disappearance, obviously now her story, it's yeah. like a bit, it's been 10 years, all that kind of stuff, and he was at a bar yeah. with a friend and the story came onto the TV. Does man not go, <clears throat> I know what happened to her. He said he snatched Madeline out of her room after stalking the family for four days. So he would have known that every night the parents yeah. got out to dinner, same time. He had a 15-minute window between each parent's check and they leave the door alone. So he knew. He knew. Okay. And at the same, same conversation, does he not show a video to his friend of him raping that 72-year-old woman? That's, if, that's actually how he got caught for that. Because then the friend was like, okay, no, I'm taking you to the police. Okay, so already we know this guy is now a bit fishy. Yeah. And then when he was, that was back in 2017. And then they were like, okay, we're going to now look into, did he actually do this? And because he was then connected to Madeline, they actually started to reopen a whole bunch of closed cases of other kids that had gone missing that fit his profile. So one of them was Inga Garrick. She was five, went missing in 2015. And basically, they searched for her the whole night, continued to search for her for four days, and she was gone without a single trace. Yeah. They then kind of looked into Christian, and they then went about digging around his property. Do you know what they find? A dead dog. And what is under the dead dog? Files. Flash drives. And cut up children's bikinis. Yeah. And on those flash drives are 8,000 pieces of incriminating evidence. Mm -hmm. Okay? Told you, this man, monster. Absolute monster. Okay? They then reopened her case. There was another a little boy named Rene Hesse. Hesse? I don't know how you say that. Six years old. He disappeared in 1996 while on holiday. Apparently, he ran off onto the ocean and his parents were far behind. They came. His clothes were just lying on the floor and he was gone. People thought he might have drowned. But, like, it fit Christian's M.O. Yeah. Then there was Caroline Titsy, which was 16. She was murdered in 1996 by a man she met on vacation while in Germany. Wow. Peggy Noblock, who was nine, was murdered in 2001 on her way back from school. So, there's all these cases yeah. that are connected to this man. And she went missing just as he was released from prison. I'm telling you, this man, there's even, it, it gets worse. And we're going to read you a chat from a pedophile chat room. Why that exists, 
I don't know. That is disappointing that that even exists. In 2013. What is even more disappointing is that the cops are able to get on these and catch people. I mean, why aren't you like shutting these things down? So we're going to read the conversation between the two men. I'm going to be Christian and she, I don't know who the other guy was. Yeah. So how is it going? Pretty good. Bad with me. Want to beep a little girl. Who doesn't want that? Catch something small and use it for days. It's not without danger. Oh, if the evidence is destroyed afterwards, I will document exactly how they will be tortured. Cool. Well, let's see. Not only talking, but also doing it. No, what? I'm so Kinds. sorry. What is What? This? I can't even like... I can't even put into words properly what the conversation means. It's not like a... It's not a normal conversation. Uh, it's like... But so who talks I'm, I'm like sorry, that I'm sorry. Catch something small. Use it for... Excuse me, what? Something what? small. It's human. What? It's a person. What? You know, when I heard that, I was like... <laughs> there are some sickos out here. No, no, no. This is crazy. No, I'm sorry. And I can't believe chat rooms like this exist. It just... It, it actually gives me a headache. It actually... Gives, like... They both creepy because then the other guy's like, who doesn't want to do that? And then like, no, 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 I don't understand this conversation. He goes, it's not without danger. And then the other guy like, I get what you mean. Now I'm going to destroy the evidence. And then like, who speaks like I'm, this? I'm so sorry. I, I just, I, I don't understand. About little children. About little children. And the guy still has the nerve to go, cool. cool. <laughs> oh my God. These people are crazy. These people are crazy. Guys, this is not fine. Stuff like this should not exist. Mm, it should, this is just weird. So, like, now there's obviously still lots of speculation. Some people say he might have, did he have help? Did, was someone else there? I mean, even just the fact that they found 8,000 pieces of evidence on that USB. I don't want to yeah. know what's on there. I don't want to know what's on there. That is disgusting. And like, what like, do you do with that stuff? It's bad enough you do that to the children, but to record it. And then, like, to bury it under your dead dog. Did, did you not dog? care about the dog? Did, it, did you kill the did dog? Did you kill your dog so that you can hide your evidence? Mm. We see you, Christian. We see... We don't... We, we, we don't, No. No. We don't appreciate you. Not at all. Not sorry. at all. And obviously, the story is still developing. Um, They are still working on it. Um, But I, I, I'm really hoping that they will be... I'm hoping that, like... um. Technology is advanced enough that you can kind of get like a DNA sample yeah. off of him and kind of prove. Because, I mean, can you imagine going 13 years and not knowing what happened to your daughter? And, and knowing how many that this other guy, parents are out there going through the same thing? And it's Christian and his little friends who think it's okay to do that to people. I'm sorry, but this case, this case was rough. Yeah. Um, I've known about this case since I was a little girl at, because it did happen while I was growing up. Yeah. And it's it's a horrible case. Um, and I really hope that they are able to find out what happened to her. Just and oh, let please. the parents know. If you can't tell the public, okay. Yes, you but don't if have, you have just pictures, let the parents if you know. have videos, let the parents and that's this is why I believe they have pictures and videos because they were interviewing the German authority who's in charge of the case. Oh yes, I remember. And they said to him, Have you found the body? Because he's like she's dead. And they're like, have you found a body? He's like, no. They're like, have you find, found parts of the body? He was like, no. They're like, do you have pictures and videos that show any association? And he's like, I can't say that. Yeah. So for me, it's it, like, mm, you it, do. Let the parents know. It breaks my heart because, I mean, it's a small little child. Yeah. But I'm, I'm praying that they will finally have 
some clarity and get yeah. justice. Yeah. She, that man can sit in prison for the rest of his and life. And I hope they're abusing him in prison too. Yes, but... For another week. For another week. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Enjoying the Active FM show? Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM triple seven, Twitter and Gab at Active FM, Facebook at Active FM forward slash triple seven, as well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate. Find, follow, and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.